I was fascinated to listen to what everybody said. I'm not a Jew. Uh, I'm not a Jew. I'm not a Jew. But sometimes I get asked about my heritage, and I say that my mother was a Jew. And then my interlocutors, if they're English Gentiles, will invariably say, well, you're a Jew then. And I'll say to them, no, I'm not. I'm not a Jew. You wouldn't say to a Chinese person who was at a Chinese mother that they were Chinese. You wouldn't say to somebody who had a black mother and a white father that they were necessarily black. Why do you say to me that I have to be Jewish? And they say, because that's what the Jews say. In that kind of deference to the idea that they will take the role of enforcing the matrilineal nature of Jewishness, I don't think that the English Gentiles are being in some way particularly sensitive culturally to Jews. On the contrary, I think that beneath it lies a tiny little old taint of anti-Semitism, as usual. Why? I know for two reasons. One is, whenever I tell people, having told them that I'm not a Jew, though I'm of Jewish heritage, they look like this. They look at me sideways. They sort of cock their heads like this. Uh, and look at my nose. They look at my face. They look at the fact that I have dark olive skin. And they're confirmed in their prejudice. Because for them, deferring to the Jewish matrilineal inheritance is a form of condescension, in fact. And it's a form of reinforcing the particular taint, it seems to me, of anti-Semitism, which is that for racists, black people are not exactly an enemy. They're actually conceived of by racists as an underclass at best, and in some cases as non-human. And for sexists and misogynists, Women are inferiors. But for the anti-Semite, the Jew is feared as an enemy. And even a tiny, tiny particle uh, of anti-Semitism introduces that fear. So I don't really identify as a Jew, except sometimes I do. Sometimes when I have to, I do when I need to stand up and be counted. I'm not circumcised. I'm not bar mitzvahed. I have no Yiddish, no Hebrew. There were no Jewish festivals kept in our house. My mother would say, don't say anything about being Jewish. We pass. I think she was deluding herself. She didn't really pass. If she did, she passed a little bit because despite the thing some Gentiles might look at in profile uh, and see having a particularly uh, hawkish bent, 
despite the olive skin that I share with her, she was American. And even though she was a nice Jewish girl from Queens, she was exotic enough in the North London of the early 1960s to be American first. And maybe her Jewishness hid behind that. The other thing was, we were surrounded by English Jews who lived in the Hampstead Garden suburb in East Finchley in North London, around where we were. And my mother, I wouldn't go so far as to say she had contempt, but she didn't have much to say about the English Jews who surrounded us. She said, she once quoted G.K. Chesterton, a famous anti-Semite to me. Chesterton said, the Jews are like everyone else, but more so. What would you say of English Jews? That they're like the English, but more so. And certainly compared to my mother, who was flamboyant, outspoken, and, a, you know, almost sort of stereotypic New York wiseacre, the English Jews who lived around us did seem slightly colorless, slightly like the English, but more so. And I had, I suppose, quite a bit to do with them, but I didn't feel any huge affinity with them. I didn't feel any great draw to Judaism. My father seemed completely indifferent to all of this. He was English. His heritage had its own peculiarities. It wasn't a big deal. The central problem, the central issue of Jewishness would come to the fore in our house because my parents argued constantly, fought constantly, <laughs> despite which my father had in fact been a conscientious objector during the Second World War. And my mother, who was not short of using the most awful calumnies and libels, uh, when she was aroused, would, in front of us, her children and his children, accuse my father of having been a kind of, I don't know, accomplice before the fact of the, of the Holocaust, because he wouldn't fight in the Second War. And my father would protest. We knew very little about it. And my mother, and also point out that he was 20 when he was called up. Uh, and my mother was having none of it which is fairly grotesque. My mother, and you may begin to think at this stage that I'm revealing myself as being fairly typically Jewish mother's son. My mother also was keen to de-racialize the idea of Jewishness. The Holocaust had been predicated on a racial distinction. In some ways, before the Holocaust, Jews weren't as racialized as they subsequently became. My mother wanted to reverse this. She spoke of how of the Falash, Falashas in Ethiopia, she would say, there are Jews in India, there are Jews in Goa, there are Jews in Malaysia. And for the most part, many of them look like the host populations. I knew, didn't know whether this was the case or not. I was just a child. All I knew was, that the Jewishness was something we didn't want to go on about. Occasionally, she'd crack. She'd proclaim that all the most intelligent and cultured people in the world were Jews, Marx, Freud, Einstein, etc. And we'd get in the car, 
go to Golders Green to Bloom's Delicatessen and, and eat salt beef sandwiches. That was it. She died when I was relatively young, in my early 20s. And with a what Jewish connection there was, died as well. Throughout my adult life, I've only felt Jewish. And this is to pick up on something that Shelley was saying. I've only felt Jewish in the presence of anti-Semitism. That's what has activated my sense of belonging, no matter how attenuated it might be. I felt Jewish when the boss of one of the first jobs I had, she was working for a contract publishing company, and I wanted to go and pitch to Tesco's. He said to me, you don't want to go over there, Will, they're all yids. Then I felt Jewish. I felt Jewish when anybody made an anti-Semitic remark, which was fairly often still in the 1980s. And that kept my Jewish identity alive. But I think like a lot of uh, not just secular, but half Jews like me, maybe, or Jews who are in some sense disaffected, uh, I came to uh, view the situation in Israel as poisonous in some senses, just poisonous, just toxic, uh, and, and to be very, very upset by what was going on with the Israeli state. And after Operation Cast Lead, uh, when the IDF went back into Lebanon in 2009, I think it was 2009, might have been 2011, I resigned my Jewishness publicly uh, in an article in the Evening Standard. Not that I felt that the kind of Sabra elite in Israel were likely to notice this at all. It was really aimed at uh, liberal Jews here in the UK, as I saw as apologists for the idea from my extension, the Zionist bent in the Israeli government. I've now reassumed my Jewishness. Here I am. Here I am. I've reassumed my Jewishness. And why have I reassumed my Jewishness? Because my brother's in-law's carer, when he was dying a year and a half ago, quite casually said she was the carer he really liked, the one that, that danced in front of him, that, that kept him having any skin in the game of life. The carer said, en passant, you know, some people say that Hitler was right. And when I double took and said, what do you mean? She said, well, you know, he was just acting before the Jews became the controllers of the world media that they are today. That made me quite feel quite Jewish. I was quite ashamed that I didn't push back hard against her. I didn't push back hard against her because she was black. And the new anti-Semitism that is abroad in this country is different. It's different to the good old-fashioned English anti-Semitism. You know, my mother would say, in America, they hate you because you're black, you're a woman or a Jew. Here, they hate you personally, and you only happen incidentally to be black, a woman or a Jew. I don't really believe in the idea of multiculturalism at all. Culture is a vector, 
And vectors only usually go in one direction. They carry practices, beliefs, attitudes, philosophies from the present into the future. If many different kinds of communities with different cultural attributes coexist, it's because of the tolerance of a dominant culture or not. It's not because there's some saintly world government waiting for us ahead of the line. That's not going to happen. And the evidence that that's not going to happen is how the several communities in this country are starting to jostle against each other, like some kind of perverted uh, interjection of the British martial races policy. Narcissisms of small differences between the oppressed, who passes, who's looked at sideways and who isn't, doesn't have to be looked at sideways because they have a black face, and so on and so forth. The evidence is, I'm sad to say, all around us in the rising prejudice towards Jews. And in a rising prejudice that is, of course, reintroducing the racialized conception of what it is to be Jewish. Of course, the uh, irony for me is that when I did get my DNA done, and of course you do inherit many more of your genes from your mother than your father, I discovered that yes, of course, I'm three quarters Jewish genetically, not just a half. Thank you.